Well, hello everyone. I'm your host, Cindy Ketzel. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Nine to Thrive HR. In this podcast, we team up with experts to bring you the best in HR, talent management, and business strategy. We'd love to hear from you. If you do have specific recommendations, topics you might be interested in hearing on our show, send us an email, podcasts at hci.org. You all, we are so excited. As you may know, we've had a series of speakers from iSolved. And we are just as excited and thrilled to have Celia Fleischaker, Chief Marketing Officer with iSolved, in with us today. Loving the topic. I can't wait to dive into it. But before we do that, Celia, tell our audience a little bit about you and how you kind of got where you are. Oh, wow. Thanks, Cindy. I am so happy to be here. I really appreciate you spending the time with me and with other members of the team at iSolved. I just joined the company. It's a fairly recent adventure for me. I joined iSolved as Chief Marketing Officer in early October, and I'm so excited to be here. You know, leading up to this, this is my fourth CMO role. I have spent my career in B2B tech marketing and with a number of different organizations just most recently before coming to iSolved, I worked in workforce management and customer engagement with a company called Barrent and spent a few years there. And it's kind of this nice transition from workforce management and CX into iSolve, which has some elements of that along with employee experience. So it's been a great transition. Did you imagine, you know, years ago that this is where you were headed? Oh, I mean, it's been a few years, right? But I'm one of those weird kids that going into college, when I was interviewing, I knew I wanted to work in software. I kind of, from an early age, I had started out as a geeky programmer. So I've been thrilled and I'm very passionate about tech and it's been so fun. And, you know, did I plot out every point in my career? Absolutely not. But I've stayed in that general area, which has been great. Yeah, I'm so excited because, and you mentioned it when I asked a little bit about you, and one of the things that I've really connected with iSolved on before employee engagement or employee expectations were even a thing, I was like former social worker here, right? So I'm always mindful of what other people need. And so that has been a common theme when I've talked to other folks from iSolved. So tell me, what do you think is driving this increased employee expectations and why when we think about customers that you're working with or business owners that you're working with, why should they care about this? Yeah, I love this whole rise in awareness of the importance of concern for the employee experience and the expectations that employees have. And you mentioned it right there, the business owners, because I think like Maybe over the last few years or decades, people have thought of it as HR's job to take care of the employee and the employee experience. And all of a sudden, it's becoming an executive concern, a board-level concern that we need to deliver a good experience because it's good business. Like It's not just about making our employees feel good. That's a great thing, but it impacts my customer experience. It impacts my bottom line from a cost perspective. If you get employee experience right and you're able to meet those employee expectations, 
it's a good thing for your business from a cost, from a productivity, from a profit and growth perspective. And so I think that's why people are starting to take more notice and it is becoming a common conversation in a lot of businesses in their boardrooms, in their C-suites, because they're recognizing how important it is and what an impact it can have. And you nailed it. And just a quick funny story of my own, one of the strengths of the conversations that I've had with different folks from iSolve starting, you know, I gosh, I think it's at least might be two years ago now with Lena Tonk. And it was interesting because that very conversation was about what you just said is it's not just HR's business anymore. This is an entire organization supporting what do employees need and how are we going to solve for that? Well, then I guess, you know, Celia, that makes me think, and I've been doing a lot of looking at what are we paying attention to in 2024? So let me ask you the same. What do you think are some of the top trends that you expect for this year? You know, and when we think about an employee who's kind of acting and behaving like consumer. Like we want that same experience. We want that same immediacy. What do you see happening with that as we go forward for 2024? Yeah, I think that's a really interesting convergence when you think about the consumer experience and you think about how employees are acting or are able to act as a result of technology and just changes in how the world works today. Employees are increasingly able to act like a consumer and that they can shop for a new role or experience. There's so much data out there. You think about things like a Glassdoor and a LinkedIn company websites. They can check everything out. They understand what they're stepping into. They understand the employee, the internal employee perspective of a culture and how employees feel about their current role. And so it makes the need to provide a good employee experience that much more important because it's not an internal thing anymore. People externally can get a view into how do you treat your employees? How do they feel about you? And it's much more like a consumer than it was. I think there is that consumer angle to it, maybe that we didn't have a few years ago. I hadn't thought about it like that, but I love this, that one of the classes I teach with HCI is strategic talent acquisition and thinking about this concept and how it has changed, candidates are shopping around, right? And gosh, I left an internal organization six years ago. And at the time, Glassdoor was the thing that I was paying attention to, but now it's so much more organization Mm -hmm. using social media. I mean, it's just out there so much more for everybody to see. So I'm so glad you even made that connection for us and for our listeners to be mindful of that connection. And I think it's such a different conversation generationally. Like, you know, if I talk to my parents about what they look for in a job and they were going to be there for decades and decades. And now I think people are, it's not, what do I get from this role? How can I grow in this role? What is it going to give to me in addition to what I'm getting from it? It's much more of a two-way street employment, you know, depending on what generation you're in. Yeah. And, you know, what pings for me is what am I going to get out of this role? What does my career development look like in this role? And I think that has existed. But you raise that point that we have more line of sight into other organizations. So if I'm not getting what I need here, I could probably a little bit more easily, right, than a previous generation find it somewhere else, right? And so that causes us 
to jump ship. What do you think about marketing technology and how that might be feeding some of these changes that we're seeing even in HR technology? It's funny because I think marketing in general, even beyond tech, how we're thinking about employee experience, marketing is starting to influence it. And and traditionally, maybe marketing was thought of as more of an external activity where we're talking to our target market and our prospects and our customers to now people market internally, right? And so it's affecting HR from just how do I market to my internal constituents? How am I talking? How am I segmenting my employees? How am I thinking about my employees from how am I recruiting them to as they're a candidate through onboarding and that looking at that employee life cycle through a marketing lens is I think happening more and more as we see more of a competition for talent retention and things throughout a company. And so I do think just marketing in general has impacted HR. But then beyond that, when you start thinking about tech, the impact of tech is pretty substantial, whether it's marketing tech or other tech. I know you talked with Jeff Webb recently about AI, like so much. So much. My head was in an explosion mode. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think that one's, it's such a, I don't know if conundrum's the right word, but a lot of our data has shown that employees are reticent in in a recent survey we asked, what do you think is the biggest threat to your job? One was recession, two was AI taking your job. And at the same time, you have employees talking about, you know, what's your cause for concern or what's the biggest threat to company culture? And they're saying we're overworked. And I think if we can make that connection between AI can actually be the helper here and solve the problem and make it better, and it's not a threat, it's going to be really important. You know, one of the topics that often comes up in my conversations with you all is you all model for your customers, right? You have found the pulse, you're doing your research, you're collecting the data to understand what those needs are. So do you find that now customers are kind of hungry for some of this? Yeah, I think so. I think what we're finding is across the board, people are interested in the employee employer relationship and how is that made to be something that benefits both sides? How does tech play a role in that? We're seeing a lot of feedback in the research that we're doing about how important it is, like what people expect out of their employer. And we're finding that a lot of that can be provided in tech, whether it's a self-service piece, you know, things that can make their job easier, make HR's job easier, make things just work better. And then to prove it out, and I'm sure I know the team's talked to you about this, is we use our tech, right? So we're not just talking yes, about I what's know, needed, but we're using what. it, yeah, yep. to make sure it's the right tech that we're providing. I love that. Talk about continuous feedback, right? I mean, that's mm-hmm. the best way to really understand how it's working and what needs to be improved, all that good stuff. Celia, you mentioned AI, and I want to come back Mm -hmm. to that. And you're right, and I talked to Jeff about this, about how it can serve as a partner for us. But I do understand, look, I've been around in this field long enough to know that there's going to be a fear, right? But you mentioned, and I loved it, how we can partner with AI to help reduce Mm -hmm. the strain of work on everybody's shoulders, So where does AI fit into this as our listeners are starting to really understand AI and what it can do for them? I was thinking about this topic and 
I'm not a huge Spider-Man fan, but I'm a pretty big fan of some of the Marvel stuff. And there was like Peter Parker gets this advice that with great power comes great responsibility. And I think AI is that, right? As tech companies come out with AI, as employers start to use more and more AI, it's a huge responsibility. So it can't be taken lightly. And you want to work for a company, you want to partner with a tech company that they're looking at it from a responsibility angle. And so I get that employees are nervous about it because there's a lot that's just still not known and people using it are using it in very different ways. There are certainly stories out there where it's gone horribly wrong, but hopefully people are able to cut through that and understand the incredible value that it can bring as we look at all the data that's out there and what AI can do to help us sift through that data and find out what is the right answer to certain issues that it can help you know, intelligently self-serve the employee population in a way that would save them a lot of time, that it can make things easier for people. I think AI has a huge role to play going forward, whether it's in, you know, every stage of that life cycle and how we recruit candidates, how we market ourselves, how we make their time with us more pleasurable or efficient and effective, you know, all the way through. And I'm excited about it. And we're spending a lot of time building it into the platform to make sure that we're making the right use of it, making a responsible and sensible use of it, but finding ways to make it really benefit employers and employees. I love that. Well, and like you said, and then you all are using it internally, you know, so then you are getting a look and feel around mm-hmm. how it's being used. Yeah, I love that. You mentioned, and my mind kind of went here because I do think about the time that we're in with the number of candidates shopping around for jobs. But if we were to dive a little bit more into employee experience, it does make me think about that candidate experience and recruiting as an example. So my brain kind of goes, okay, AI can help with some of these things. Here's what it might do. How is HR tech acting more like a marketing technology to support for that process, that recruiting process? How are the two similar? I think there's a lot there in terms of like, how are we writing those job descriptions? AI can certainly help. AI could also help us understand what job descriptions and how effective we are at recruiting in kind of pulling all that data together. I think where we market and recruit for top talent is also another area, but I think the recruiting side is one piece of it in in keeping that balance right. Yes, recruiting is very important and we wanna look at what's effective in getting that top talent inside. Ideally, (laughs) the focus is on keeping our talent and how do we make their experience better when they're with us so that we don't have to, you know, takes the burden off recruiting. Not that that's ever going to go away, but I know HR leaders are losing sleep. We've seen the stats back on that a lot over retaining top talent and it's tough. There's some discussions out there that'll change a little bit and flip in the employer's favor in 24. I'm not convinced of it, but we'll see. See, See, this is where some of those superhero talents might be useful to kind of see what's going to happen. Yes, exactly. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, you know, and I'm going back to this word shopping like experience when you're talking about this again, you know, I was just having a conversation with a client of mine the other day and 
her head was starting to do a little bit of explosion, not so much in the AI ring, but thinking about how generations today entering the workforce, their need for touch points, which I know this is greater and greater, and it goes back, it's kind of full circle, because we can shop around, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. Around. So what is iSolve's approach on this, this whole like shopping-like experience for employees? I think there are a couple of things. If you think about the people coming into the workforce, certain generations within the workforce, they've grown up with tech much more so than others had in the past. And they have a defined kind of expectation with respect to what that interaction with tech is going to look like, how easy it is to use, how simple is it to find what I need to find. And they don't maybe have a lot of patience for something that's not easy. So for iSolve, when we think about the tech that we're putting out there, UX, very, very important, the user experience, investing in that. Because I think with HCM especially, a lot of the interaction with a system, in some cases, it comes before they're even onboarded, right? Like for me, when I was applying to iSolve and everything, I'm using that application tracking system. I'm going through a lot of onboarding before I'm even interacting with people in the organization. So If you're not making that user experience simple and friendly and very easy, not very much friction, it's a problem (laughs) because you could lose them before they're even on board. So we do spend a lot of time really perfecting user experience. And then I think another thing that we do, which in some ways mirrors uh, the consumer world is our community. We have thousands and thousands in our community. And it serves as this group of people that, you know, it brings a lot of peers together so they can ask questions, ask your friends how they're doing something, how they're using a solution or a certain feature or capability. And that's really been useful for us and for our customers as well to be able to have that community that's already there for them with thousands where they can interact and understand what direction they should take with certain issues. Yeah. And is town hall the right language that you all use? What's that language? Oh, you- the roadshows. Roadshow. Yeah. Roadshow. That's what it makes me think of is you have built that, right? You've built, well, yeah, it's funny that we talked about superheroes because yeah, yeah, yeah. you've got your roadshows and I know <laughs> the, I think we those just like- finished up, but yeah, absolutely. You've built that community. And so there's a continued communication between iSolved and your customers on the regular. It can't be overstated how important that is. The teams that go out and are meeting week after week, I think we did over 50 roadshows this year. And hearing directly from our customers and just being able to talk with them and have them speak with each other has been, I mean, we learn so much about it. It's been terrific. I love that. So let me ask you this last question. As we think about 2024, What do you think business owners will have learned throughout the year about employee expectations? Do you think we're going to continue to grow in the areas we have? Will it look different? Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on that? You know, some are talking about this idea of an EX recession or that maybe less focus on that. And for me, I hope in a year people realize that's not the smart answer. You know, the smart business owner is thinking, they recognize it's a forward-thinking, great long-term play to focus on the employees, their expectations, and the experience they have. And the business owner that does that effectively 
their business is going to be more competitive. They're going to help their bottom line. They're going to drive more growth. You know, I think it was 90% of employees in a recent survey that we talked to said that if they have a bad experience, it impacts their ability to provide a good customer experience. That alone should be reason to stay focused on it moving forward. Yeah, 100%. And you know what? Just as you were talking, Celia, this came to mind, and this is just armchair here. But if you are focusing in the area of employee expectations, hopefully what it's doing is starting to naturally shift the culture, right? So you're building it into the fabric of your organization, My hope is, right, it starts to stick and it doesn't just go away. But do you think if we let up on it? Does it erode? I mean, I think that's the thing. And it's it can start eroding and then it's hard to build back. Like you said, you're building it into the fabric. It's not a thing where you can switch on or off a cost. You know, employee culture is harder to build in. But once you build it in, the benefits are so great. Oh my gosh. Well, I knew this was going to be such a cool conversation. And again, I really appreciate Celia, you taking time for us today. Oh my gosh. Thanks for having me. I really enjoyed it. Thanks, Cindy. Yeah. And welcome to the iSolved team. I know it's been several months now, but glad you're there. I'm excited to be here. Can't wait to go on the journey. (laughs) Awesome. All right. Well, Nine to Thrive listeners, a reminder, if you do have any ideas for topics, recommendations, etc., shoot us an email, podcast at hci.org. Also, be sure to subscribe to this podcast in your favorite podcast app. For example, if you're listening in on Apple, give us a rating. Your rating will help other professionals and talent-minded people discover our program. For Nine to Thrive HR and all of us here at HCI, we appreciate you for tuning in. Make it a great day, everyone.